keep the artist comfortable, you know, more than anything. I know that that's something that'll kill the vibe of the whole room. You should not take a major laser deal. They're digging into your pockets. Well, shoot, welcome back to another episode of the Producer Crime Podcast. I'm your host, CEO Dylan. Karen Tim with me. What's good? Letter L with me. What's good, man? What's good, bro? I'm excited, man. We got the whole squad back together again this week. Yes, sir. It's packed. We got mad people in here right now. Whole house today. Nobody can really see, but there's a lot of people in here right now. The producer grind glow up is real, man. I'm claiming that shit on the on real, man. For real. Hell yeah. But I'm excited, man, because we got some dope guests on the show today, man. Um, our guest is one of the hottest young producers in the trap right now. Has worked with Ray Swimmer, Yo Gotti, Young Scooter, Bankroll Fresh, and he's here with his new artist, 12th Street Pharmacist. Please welcome to the show, ATL on the beat yeah. and 12th Street Pharmacist. My guy. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> now we going TL on the beat, we going ATL on the beat. Yeah. So can you explain that for me for a second? Because I know I've seen the t-shirts, they say ATL. Okay. Yeah. So what I, what I do, right, I'm a producer. You know what I'm saying? My name is TL. From Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Now I got this mixtape series that I drop every year. You know what I'm saying? It's called ATL. So you know what I'm saying? Like basically, I reach out to all the independent artists. You dig what I'm saying? And basically, like I do songs with all of them, put up, put it out on the platform. Yeah. For them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I reach out to Marquis Guard. You know what I'm saying? They might have a small budget, whatever the case might be, whatever budget they have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To shoot a video for it. Yeah. And we put them out. We put them out for them. And, you know, so basically, give them high quality production. You know what I'm saying? On both ends, you know what I mean? And then, you know, that's just your way of getting a beat with me. It helps me look good, then it makes them look good too at the same time. Boy, you a strategist and a technician. I like that <laughs> it's, shit. It's, not my, it's just not just me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's it's what it is. Just, it's a team. You know what I mean? It's the whole team. So, uh, from anyone that doesn't know who you are, tell us about your background, how you started producing, and how you reached where you at now. I started producing when I was like 13, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And, um, Basically, like when I was young, I remember saying this shit like when I was in pre-K, when I was like, man, I want to be a producer. Like, really? Like I remember when I be a producer. Like I always had an interest in sound. Like mm-hmm. I was that kid who always being being on the table in school, doing a little pen yeah, battle with the bit. Yeah. Exactly. That was me. You know what I'm saying? And then like it got when I started really knowing that that was, that's what I really want to do. Because I was I used to hear like sounds like different from other people. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, bro, you hear that? And they'd be like, bro, you tripping? Like, like, what you talking <laughs> about? Right, you hear that? But I'd be hearing like a beat. It, it could be like a generator going on, you know what I'm saying, outside, mm-hmm. like the little green box that be outside mm-hmm. or whatever. That could be going on, it'd be loud or whatever. Like, I hear a beat on that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, I, I just like, when I when I knew that, when I started hearing that stuff, mm-hmm. whatever, I was like, I think I think I, this is what I need to do. Like, you know what I'm saying, this is my passion, this is what I need. That's dope that you knew that from a young age. And then uh, I guess the same question for you, my boy. How'd you get started, you know, with <laughs> how'd you get started as an artist? And how'd you reach the level you at now? And where you going? Yeah, so I got started. I got started in seventh grade. I had a homie that came in. A, well, it was it was this nigga that came in the. Cl- I can't. I, I'm good. Yeah, you right? can say whatever yeah, the fuck I, you yeah. want to say. It was this nigga that came in the classroom and he had on some headphones and like he was like a goofy nigga. Like he'll walk in there, he was right really loopy. Like you know what I mean. And then he walk in the classroom every morning. I remember. I remember the name of the class. It was Butler Wilson. It was like uh, health. He would walk in the classroom. He'll have his headphones on. And then like this nigga walking every day, and I'd be like, one day, because he'll go, to, he'll go to the back of the classroom, he'll just sit down. One day he walked in the classroom, and I was like, man, what are you listening to? Because he had the headphones on, because back then, you know, that's what was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had the headphones on, and I'm like, yo, what are you listening to? He was like, uh, man, nigga, this me. 
So, 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 so I'm like, I'm like, I think it's cool because you know, seventh grade, you got your own song. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I'm like, yo, that shit's dope. Like, like, tell me more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to know more about it. And then he was just like, yeah, man, you know, I'm from uh I'm from um nigga said, I'm from Washington. I just moved down here. You know, he was the only kid in the class, I mean, in the school with his own song. So I'm like, ah, shit, man, I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? That shit cool, you know what I'm saying? So that, we went to, uh, later on that night, we went to Walmart Mm -hmm. and we got the little computer night and then the computer mic, the little skinny Mm -hmm. one that you plug in, like the green and the the, the pink. Oh, shit. It's it's not even that. The old school joint. Yeah. yeah. So John, the old one, we we plugged that one in and then like, man, ever since then, I just ran off with it and then I just started picking up engineering and then, you know, that was it. What program was was you in? I was a Magic's movie maker. That's how I got into video editing too, because it was like, it was like all in one, but I didn't know it was movies. You know, I didn't know you can do cut up like video clips and shit, but it was, we just record audio in there. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I was like, I was young as hell, bro. Like I was seventh grade. So the shit was cool, man. It was, like, it was, it was crazy to see where it took me. You know what I mean? But oh, yeah, yeah, that's that. You know? Just to watch that grow from seventh grade to where it's at now. Yeah. And even that also, because, you know, being able to see where he is now and see where I'm at now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just cool being able to see that. Did he keep up with it? Yeah, he's still going right now. Who, who, who is it? Huh? Who is it? Yeah. Who, who is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> yeah. Y'all niggas is crazy, man. I like this bitch. Yeah, I, like hey, this bitch. Hey. I do have one question, though, because I'm thinking about when you were saying how you would hear a beat and everything. Yeah. And so, other, so for you, other than the kid, and for you, other than the noise you would hear, what's the beat that made you want to make beats? What's the verse? What's the song that made you want to make? Good question. Hey man, look, Bond does a harmony, man. Hell we, yeah. This is it right yeah. here. Boom. We was in a group. All three of us got in a group called Fast Rapping Juniors. You know what I'm saying? My first verse. Uh 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 Fast Rapping Juniors. Nigga, spread the rumor. Nigga, you know we winners. We most definitely ain't losers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nigga, this is in seventh grade. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not spitting flames. This is just having fun. Uh-huh. And so that's what it was. And then like, cause niggas started trying to rap like crazy bone. Booking the booking the once again and nigga to pick it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then like it just then it, you know eventually I started wanting to be like this artist, this artist, this artist, and then like the more the more I came into myself, the more I developed me. And then you know what I'm saying I found my voice. Hey Tia, what about you? What was the beat that made you want to start making beats? I think you know what I'm saying it kind of influenced a lot of people. But around that time, you know when Waka Flocka was coming out, yeah. you know what I'm saying the whole Lex Luger era. Yeah. Like that yeah. shit was like highly influential on me. I was like, bro, I wanna make beats just like them. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, eventually once I started like copying the style and getting getting to the point where I can just like make a beat, you know what I'm saying? Then I just like started venturing off, you know what I mean? And just doing my own thing. Create your own lane from that. That's dope. Y'all both gotta start real young. Like that's not too many people that had that blessing to be able to start from know what they want to do at that young age. So that's real dope. How did y'all uh link up? Uh, <laughs> we linked up, bro. I I got a homie. His name Felipe, right? Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying. So Felipe, uh, they all staying in the same area, whatnot. You know what I'm saying. So like, you know, like I was, um, we did a song. I did a song with Felipe. It was called uh, Bingo. Uh, it was called Bingo, right? So uh, we did like a little catchy song. We actually like redid the nursery rhyme Bingo itself. But you know what I'm saying. I put like a trap beat behind it. Shit was pretty dope. Mm. And uh, basically, he he was the featuring artist on it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he he featured on it. I was like, bro, who was that nigga on the second voice? Uh, the second verse, that nigga five. You know what I'm saying? He was like, oh, that's my boy. Uh, that's my boy. Uh, we was Scott Nolly back then. He was Scott Nolly. He was like, my boy Scott. I was like, bro, I fucked that nigga, bro. No, it was Theo Rock. Yeah, it was Theo Rock. Yeah. 
So I was like, bro, I fuck with that nigga, bro. I need to link up with his ass. He was like, bro. Uh, then he started playing me other shit that he did with him and shit. I was like, bro, that nigga is fire. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like, he hit me up, right? I didn't even know it was this nigga, bro. Like he was playing like he was a goddamn uh, producer, bro. Name uh, Kid Metro. So he was like, he called me, right? He was like, yo, what's up, man? No, it wasn't even like that. It was like, it was, it was. Hello, my name is Kit Metro. Um, <laughs> could you uh, send me the trackouts again? Um, this is, uh, I need those hi-hats. Those hi-hats are just not it right now, you know? He was just talking like that. But so I was like, I was so intrigued. I was like, bro, like, where you from, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, oh, I'm from England. And then it started, I started hearing the slip up a little bit. Then I was like, you know, what the fuck going on? Like, <laughs> and then eventually, you know what I'm saying, Felipe told me who he was and shit like that. And then, you know, Shit, later on, like life passes by as life passes by. I see him again on, on, on World Star. So he shot a video maybe like a year ago. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Felipe was in it, but it was like, huh? It was three years ago? Damn. Well, I just, <laughs> it, was, it was like three years ago, but they shot it when they shot it. And after they, basically, when they put it out, it was a year after they yeah, shot that shit. So I was like, I'm, I'm on World Star. I'm looking, I'm like, Oh, my boy on, on goddamn Worldstar. So I hit him up like, bro, I seen Worldstar on your video on Worldstar. This shit dope. Cool. You know what I'm saying? So after that, you know, goddamn, I bumped into Corey. You know what I'm saying? We all used to go to the studio. You know what I'm saying? And shit, you know, by him being there, you know what I mean? We linked up and then just so happened, they, they linked up at SAE at one day. You know what I'm saying? Because he used to go to SAE. Well, I don't know if y'all know Garden. He used to make beats and shit too. Mm, or okay. whatnot. So... Man, it just like, bro, it just so happened we all just so happened to be in the same circle and then boom, poof, this is us now. Universe works in crazy ways, exactly. right? One one thing that the vibe that I'm getting from y'all is I see y'all like y'all, y'all are so hip hop and y'all are really creative, right? And, th- and that's the type of energy you want to work with. You guys are like true artists, right? And so I just wanted to know, like, and I'm and I'm, wa- and I'm watching like kind of how you do the video production. You talk about starting on, on what was it called? Magic's Magic's Movie Maker. So when when I came down to Atlanta, I thought, okay, I'm gonna be a producer. And then I went to A3C. And what I realized was I need to be a master of content. You guys have put together a team that understands that inherently and everybody fulfills their role, right? right. And so that kind of brings me to the video, right? Because the video is highly unique, um, aesthetically, cosmetically, and everything, right? So I was wondering if you guys could talk about that a little bit. Um, everything from the animation to the mask, not showing the face. I saw a meme this morning. I've been following you ever since Keele okay, told me okay. about you. I saw a meme this morning. Right. They said, they turned this nigga to Mel Gibson. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. Like, they did turn this nigga to yeah, Mel Gibson. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, talk about that real quick. Yeah, so that happened. It was, it, the, the video basically, me, him, we kind of start. Marquise? Yeah, okay. yeah, the garden. You know, he, we, we kind of move like this. It's like, all right, boom. I'm really particular when it comes to videos. You know what I'm saying? And he knows that. So it was like, I right, for come get some bars. The music video we need to be on. Like we need to be like in this big ass street, like big. Uh, uh, and there's mountains in the background, and we're going 100 miles per hour, and I'm standing on top of a truck while it's on fire, spitting my verse, go get some bars. That was the original idea <laughs> for it. So, but but he was like pimping. I'm good, but I'm not that good. Yeah, yo, it, that's like the idea that I had for it. But but you know, things didn't go the way. And then like you know what I'm saying, he was like, my nigga, it's time to take the mask off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he was like, all right. I remember we was in the wheels at the wheels at the spot, and he was just like, yo. Uh, Let's go. Let's go shoot. Come get some bars. Let's just go. Like right now. Let's go. 
me, I'm not really like, uh, nah, it's not time. It got to be perfect. We got to have a treatment. <laughs> woody, woody, woody. You know what I'm saying? Just operating on how I operate. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, Nick, man, you want to get your goddamn ass, but let goddamn go shoot this shit. <laughs> so boom, we went to the, um, we went up there by like, you know, Edgewood where the department store was. Mm-hmm. We shot it. Uh, he was like, nah, this ain't it. Not feeling it. Boom. We went up to the street some more. Boom. Not feeling it. Not feeling it. We went up, up more on Edgewood. He was like, I, we, we did it again. Still wasn't all the way there. Then I was like, all right, let me take this shirt off. Mm-hmm. Let me just wear the jacket. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let me get the mask on. And then that's when I did my first verse. The first verse I did it was without the mask. You know what I'm saying? I'm 12th Street, 12th Street pharmacist. 12th Street is me without the mask, pharmacist with them, whatever. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we was on tw- we was on uh, Edgewood. As you can see, it's on the street. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is on the street. That's how I was supposed to be. So we shoot the video. We shoot like the first part of it, which is just me singing the verses. It didn't look good. Then that's when he was like, "All right, let's just let's do the pharmacist first. Let's go ahead and do the pharmacist and see how it look." So I throw the mask on. That's when you hear them in the beginning. Ooh, Keith Sawson, this shit little fire with the pharmacist. If you hear in the beginning of the video, you know what I'm saying. You hear yeah. T.L. say, "Get silly." And then that's when still got no ball like yeah, 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 Kata, yeah. Mary Kata. Then. That was it was just history from then. And then after that, the confidence was all the way there. So when we took the mask off to do the performance scene like that, we, you know what I'm saying? That's why it was like that. But then we still had like the people, you know, it's but we had a whole team behind it. Like, this is the GOAT right here. You know yeah. what I mean? See, y'all really mm-hmm. trust each other, right? Cause right, after, right, right. after the fourth time, I'd be like, nigga, just what? Why are we going again? You know what I'm no, saying? No, no, no. It's like this. It's like, all right, we we know that we whatever we need to do, we gotta you gotta fail to get to where you need to get. Mm, and the only way to get to it is by trying and keep trying and keep trying. And if it's not there, we're gonna keep trying. Cause if you can make something out of nothing, when you got something, you can really make something happen. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's how we operate. You know, we are a team. We got all of us, you know what I'm saying? We 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 stick together. Like we we got we got a, we got a squad. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a team of wolves, my nigga. Like, that's what it is. Everybody, they feel they part, everybody know what they supposed to do when it's time to do it. You know, when we on set, when we shooting, ain't no emotions. It's, it's, let's do this. Let's do that. You don't look good doing like, you don't look good like this. You need to switch it up, change it up. If you don't like it, you know what I'm saying? We need to try something different. That's all it's about. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no emotion, man. It's just all about making this shit happen. Because at the end of the day, this shit, this shit come first before any of this. So that's let's, what it was. Let's talk about that fine line. I think we talked about this with the guests before. I think it's a fine line between... Yeah, let's do it again. We are gonna get it right, and oh uh, man, we trying too hard, man. We'll do it a different day. Like, right. like how how do you establish like you know that that line that boundary? I mean, well, say it's it's like it's like we ain't got a different day. All we got is right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's no cars in the street. There's it's it's this time of the day. You you know what I'm saying? Let's make some shake right now, cause different day it ain't gonna be the different vibe. It's not going to be none of that. We're not going to get the feeling. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, the video is also about, oh, this looks cool, but it's also about putting you in a, in a, in a specific emotion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Music is about emotions too, a, a period too. That's why I'm big on my melodies. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it's all about emotions, man. So The reason a lot of niggas shit is whack right now is because you don't have anybody on the team willing to second guess. Yeah, right, 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 and and I think Guru said he said I'm waiting for the creativity to catch up with the technology, right? And you guys are are, are showing that you're showing, hey, we got everybody got all these tools, right? But how creative can you get? And when I saw that video, I was like the dopest shit I had seen in a long time. And man, I appreciate that. See, he gonna throw the fishing rod, and he gonna throw the fishing rod. You know what I mean? That real, (laughs) (laughs) real. They go, they go, keep it real. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what that's what that's what it's all about. 
It's like, you gotta let niggas know what's going on with you. Cause if you don't let them know, then nobody will know what to fix. You know what I'm saying? Don't take it the wrong way. Just take <clears> it as a, a, a advice and fix it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's that. Now, I remember when I was younger, growing up watching Cartoon Network all the time, they would have at late night, you know, them crazy commercials with the trippy animations. I'm curious oh, to yeah. hear how did y'all come up with those designs for the animation? Because it's a very specific style that y'all have. Was right. that you that did it in After Effects? Yeah, go, go, go ahead, ahead, hop in. Go ahead, go ahead. You got to talk about Mel Gibson, too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So how all of it happened, we went and shot, like he said, and then uh, I was on the internet just searching for, I always be looking for talent, in a sense. I'm like the dude that go look for people that have dope. That's nice. Yeah. Mm. Like, <laughs> I feel like you got talent. I'm a, like recruiter, in a sense. Yeah. So I was looking on the internet one day, and I seen this dude named Stos. He do animation, so he was dope as hell. So I had reached out to him, and he started coming around. He was with us for like six months, and then we had shot this video. So, so he in the A? Yeah, he in A. Oh, hell yeah. Dude named Stos Art. Look him up on IG. He in A or whatever. So I had, um, we showed him the video, and we was like, damn, video missing something. So I was like, hey, you think you can do some cool ass animations on this? Like whatever lines he's saying, whatever punch lines he using, like just draw to that. Like draw whatever you feel. Like you got full creative control over this shit. So he was like, bet. Shit, like a month later, he came by the crib. I seen that man get some shit. I was like, <laughs> like so I was like, bro, I, I want you to go crazy. Like yeah. after I seen that, yeah. I just trust him. Like yeah. do whatever the hell you want. Like just go crazy. So he went crazy. And then I reached out to like two more graphic dudes, uh, Damien and uh, O'Shawn. And shit, it was after that, it was a wrap. So it's really a whole team behind yeah, it. Like, it's really a team. And Stokes, we actually, actually, sat, actually sat down with Stokes, like, during the animation of the process. And he was asking me, so what are some of the things you want? I'm like, nigga, shit, this is my imagination right now. I want Freakazoid, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? From Cartoon Network. Mm. I want you to throw in the Beetleborgs. I want you to do everything. You know what I'm saying? I want you to turn me to any and everything. You know what I mean? That's why, like, it's like, if you really pay close attention to the video, like, if you look at the split seconds, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you pause it, like, it's like every frame, I'm a, I'm a different character on certain parts of the video. You got to really, really, like, the pay attention. Where you do the punch, it was like you turn into, like, when you... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I turn into, like, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I call it's it. like a half second. He go like this. Yeah, he go like this. Yeah, yeah. Super, uh, Mr. Uh, super Mist. Yeah. Is it a pharmacist? Mist? No. <laughs> <laughs> but that's dope because as an artist, whether you're a producer, videographer, or, or vocalist, you become a product of the things that you consume. Right, you right. know what I'm saying, culturally. So it's really dope because I'm into cartoons. Right. I'm into video games. I'm into pop culture. I'm feeling that shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then I, and it was just cool because like even the words that I was saying, I got that Zach, but Cody never been on Disney. You know what I'm saying? That nigga put <laughs> Zach, he drew Zach and Cody. Yeah. And then like O'Shane and then put me in TV, in a TV and with the Disney. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that shit was pretty cool too. So, you know, that was. So what is an icebreaker jacket? Because I have an idea in my mind, but I want to hear what you have to say. All right, boom. Let's hear your idea first. No, no, matter of fact, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. All right. So an icebreaker jacket is basically like you a bitch ain't wanna fuck like a like a year, right? She see this fire ass jacket. When she see you, it's gonna break the ice. <laughs> icebreaker jacket. So look, look, look. Niggas is like, yo, why what, what icebreaker jacket is only $20? Like, why are you spending hundred K on it? My nigga, because it's the jacket with the sauce. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's an icebreaker you jacket. You get culture. There's like a, to me, there's like a cultural IQ, right? right and right, a lot right. of times the people that have it, they can't say it, they just understand it. Facts. Like when I heard that go, Oh, I've had that jacket before. I'm talking about that jacket that's so dope that they got to talk to you. Got to. They got to. It, it breaks the ice for conversation. It don't even have to be like a bitch fucking- Ain't got to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Icebreaker Jacket. That video going to be hard as fuck because uh, my fashion designer is working on it right now and that's going to be a crazy jacket. The jacket so. that's on the actual cover? Similar, but it's going to be more like, it's going to be like Billie Jean. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to talk to you. 
We're going Billy Jean. Yo. Now, <laughs> you're very expressive in your clothes and everything you do. Yes, where do you, what are some of your big influences as far as fashion and where do you get your ideas from? Well, I grew up on, uh, I grew up rocking Stingray cowboy boots with my pops. Stingray cowboy yeah, boots. Yeah, like we had, they were like snakeskin. They're like these snakeskin cowboy boots. We used to always be like little cowboys, mm. my brother and my dad. And then like, I kind of just like, kind of picked it back up. And, and you now, know, where, I, you, where are you from? I'm from the east side, man. Oh, okay. I'm from, okay. from Stone Mountain, Lithonia, man. Shout okay. out to the east side. You know? yeah. But yeah, so uh, I just, <clears throat> and, and I don't like wearing designer. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? <laughs> I, I like custom made like, shit. I like that. Like cool shit that I can do, you know, and play with. You ever so, go thrifting and make your own stuff? Ah. Or do yeah, you prefer man. to just see something that catches your eye and just go ahead it's, and snag it? It's more so I buy, I buy clothes. Not even thrift, but like real clothes. You know what I'm saying? And then we tweak that. You know what I mean? Like real shit. Like it won't be nothing in no one else's wear. But sometimes, you know, thrifting is not a bad thing. If I do thrift, it'll be Ragorama. Yay. There hey, you go. Ragorama. All, all day. So so the fashion thing kind of brings us into our next segment that we have 12th Street Pharmacist on, which is overrated, underrated, right? So we have 12th Street on, 12th Street Pharmacist on, overrated, underrated, right? And so we give you five topics. You just simply respond overrated, underrated. If we feel that it merits more discussion, we'll ask you about it. But the very first question, the very first topic on overrated, underrated was high fashion. Like, 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 uh, like Balenciaga, Gucci, YSL. I can't say that, you know what I mean? Because it's all about perspective. Like, but what is it to you? Is it underrated is overrated? It's overrated to me, you know what I mean? That's, that's just my opinion. It's, it's like you can't overrated. wear the brand, the brand. You don't let the brand wear you, you wear the right, brand. Right, yeah. right. You know, niggas will wear Gucci from, the, they'll be dripped down from their head to the toe in Gucci. Mm. And I just don't, I don't, you know, I just feel like just, just be you all and, the way. And that's why we chose the topic because your whole style is so original, right? So right, right. I was curious Thank to see. You, and I'm glad you asked that question mm -hmm, too, sir. man. So um, overrated, underrated. Face card slash face recognition. Uh... Face card slash face recognition. What's that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. So, so, good question. Like, like you ever had somebody say, oh, your face oh. card good. Like you go somewhere, oh. you can get, you got plugged because people know who you are. Or face recognition. Yeah. And that's just like recognize me when you see me. Just face shit. card. Like, oh, what up, bro? I know you right. from, you know what I'm saying? I think, I, think, uh, I think that's very important. So, you know what I'm saying? It's underrated. Yeah, I think that's very important. Um, underrated, overrated. Riding waves. And... That shit overrated as fuck, man. Nigga, man, create your own shit, man. <laughs> create your Look, own wave. Look, man, let me tell you, man. You create your own shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? My team, we got our own wave. And just know that in our wave, we got sharks in that shit. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna make you swim back to the docks. I'm having a whole lot of fun right now. For real. On overrated, yeah. underrated on the Producer Grind podcast. Overrated, underrated. Major label deals. Man, Ayo. Mmm. You need labels, but it's like, ugh, they are overrated though. But but the, but go ahead, my nigga. Go ahead, go my ahead. nigga. <laughs> if you got that bag, fuck a label. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Or you know what I'm saying? Or if you got that relationship with somebody at these uh 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 you know streaming companies, you know, it's just really uh, it's just hard. I mean, I'll just say overrated, man. Overrated, overrated. And lastly, on overrated, underrated, high quality music videos. I'm seeing a lot of trash out here. That shit, look, high quality music videos, uh, definitely underrated because we we need. That's I think I think that when it comes to videos, that's that's expression, that's expression, that's express that expresses your music. You know what I mean? And it's like if your visual ain't there, you ain't there. 
I don't care if you hitting 20 million views on YouTube. But still though, it's very important though. You know what yeah. I mean? I feel like because people can relate to the visual. But I'll still even use that example. 20 million views on two different videos. One's expressive and creative, one isn't. Man, I'll take the 20, you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. You want something that's gonna keep you intrigued throughout the whole visual. Like you don't wanna stop in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's doing a lot of what everybody else is doing, which is cool because it's a fad and it's trendy. People like trends, but create your own way. That's the fallback on the last I, I, I look at projections, right? And so I'm thinking about what you guys will be in three years. Right, right. Y'all gonna be the ones that drop the video in the middle of the night on a Sunday night. Oh yeah. Stop just some country. random. Just yeah, random. Yeah, yeah. Cause y'all are gonna us. be the ones Break the and internet. I can see it, man. That's it's us. Break dope. And we're gonna have like 30 blogs and about 50 people that's already on go, ready to do the same thing at once. So it's gonna, no matter where you at on social media, when you log on, you're gonna see it. If not in the nigga story, You'll see it on your on 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 the live feed, or me. You'll see it on the feed. You know what I'm saying? So it's just gonna be everywhere. All right. So now that segues us next into the next challenge. This one's for TL. It's called the Um Factor. Oh, so you right. got 30 right. seconds, and the topic for today. Um. Okay. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> get out. You got 30 seconds to talk about fight to describe a fight in Atlanta. What that sounds like. You can't. You say um. You can't pause. You can't go uh ah oh. Just 30 seconds straight. Oh, you got the timer ready? Uh, yeah, I get the timer ready. So you're gonna go 30 seconds straight describing what it what it sounds like to hear a fight in Atlanta. But, but oh, you ahead. can't pause, say um, you just gotta go, just keep flowing. And he gotta use all ATL lingo. All ATL lingo. Ready? He said, do this. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, oh, are you ready, Elf? Go. Oh shit, but look like this. Ooh, shit, what's up, bro? What's up? Watch out, bro. 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 Watch I think that's the best on factor we have ever had. I ain't never seen them like that. That's the best on factor since Mark uh, beat Monster Mark in them booties. <laughs> Did an old skit. Y'all niggas need to do improv, like for real. real. Like y'all need that to do was like, some improv shit though. Uh huh. I said yeah, that was some improv. Yeah, that was dope. As <laughs> That sounds like outside of a club. That sounds like it. <laughs> he said, hey, boy. And then when you try to be, hey, 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 you got that. Ooh, but, uh, he said, ooh, ooh. Yeah, that cluster, that nigga come out of nowhere. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I got me fucked up. <laughs> that, hey, that's how I know ATL nigga. We say, hey, you better goddamn. <laughs> yeah, you already know you're really from the A. What up? What up, Nick? What's going on, I ain't never heard that before. I ain't never heard that one before. He know what's going on. Oh, man. Oh, snap. So, yeah, boy. So, fellas, what can we expect from y'all coming up in 2018? What's new projects y'all talking about? What y'all got going? From Dumb Dillyoshis. Scrum Dillyoshis. Man, just stay tuned, man. It's no telling what we'll do. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, snap. Ain't no telling what we'll do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's my fault. Just just stay tuned. You know, we, we got a lot of good things on the works. You know, we got a whole team. You know, shout out Xavier Perry Art. You know, uh, TL on the beat, Sydney Stewart, Marquis Garden Media. You know, we we are we're all individuals under one big media company. So you know, turn that mic a little bit, bro. Right here. Yeah. 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 You know, just stay tuned. 
So uh, I got another question for y'all. So when y'all working together on music, do y'all prefer to do it in person, working together versus when you guys are online? And tell me about when you, if you do work in person, what kind of relationship that builds and what does that add to the actual finished product? Well, this is what me and TL do when we work. It's more so because he has his own way of making music and I have mm -hmm. my own way of making music. So for us to collab, we do, we'll do like, TL, you do, we'll do it your way this time. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want me to do, pause. We'll do it your way. <laughs> and then the next session, we'll do it my way. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's a collaboration versus like we bump heads. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. Because, you know, it could get real passionate in there. Now, do y'all apply that same sort of thinking when it comes to creating the video too? Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. do it one way. Well, 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 when it comes to videos, me, me and him, it's the same way, but in, it's a little different though. It's a little different because... <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like playing on the court, like when you with your homie, mm -hmm. like we gonna argue, but we finna make sure what the other team has. Got you, got mm. you. Yeah, facts, mm. facts. So you mm. know, it's it's just man, it's no emotions, man. That's all I can say. That's a dope dynamic dynamic to have because all it's gonna do is make people better. Right, right. That's all, man. He's a coach. I'm telling you, Coach G. It's him right there, <laughs> Coach G. Yeah, for real. So, um. Question for TL: What what do producers in 2018 really need to know? You know, as far as you know, getting placements and and you know, establishing their career. What I can say, because basically, I took I took this advice from Zay Tobin. You know what I'm saying? But I met Brandon Mall. I think I was like 15, 16. I just so happened I was at them at the crib watching one of his beat making videos. Mm -hmm. I went to the mall like, damn, Zay Tobin. Yes, sir, it's me. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what's up, my guy? Shit, uh, you got any advice? He was like, man, bro, do exactly what I did, bro. Link up with an artist, you know what I'm saying, and work your way up from there. You know what I mean? And that's basically, that's what I've been doing. That's how I've been getting my placements, you know what I'm saying? I have, I was working with this one artist, his name Impact. He from Tupelo, Mississippi, same spot where uh, Ray Shimmer and them from. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Me and him just did an AI, AI art institute together. And whatever, and just so happened, he stayed in the same neighborhood as me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So by by that being, we was just linking up every day. Yeah, I like cool. So we came up with a song, boom, lean, and she went crazy. You know what I'm saying? Apple Garden, he shot the video. You no, know, he didn't shoot the video, but he shot the dance, the viral dance video. We had damn near. This is when dance was just about like was getting popping in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? You know, she loved me. She two seventeen was doing his thing. Mm -hmm. uh, The hot spot, you feel me? All them, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And basically, like hot spot, he came up with the dance, and that shit went viral. Like maybe a two days later, uh, nah, the first day, Dirty Boys posted that shit on their page, on on their Instagram, shit. Uh, and this is just like me and ask for nothing, like you know what I'm saying? So back to what we was talking about, you know what I mean? It's just basically like shit, man. Like, do it your way, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like do it how you feel. But I feel like people, got, you got to be, you got to be like. You just gotta be yourself, bro. Y'all in y'all in a in a in, a, in a, a a bit of a sweet spot where you're just doing you, but that shit is hidden. You see what I'm saying? And that's not always gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? So because y'all building this dopeness right now, you know, as 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 things start to change, you know, so hold up, we almost forgot to ask you about the Ray Shrimmer place. Yeah, how, how did that come oh, about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so uh G Shrim, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to G Lo. So G Shram is like Jim Slim Jimmy's best friend. Like, you know what I'm saying? They came up together. They from Mississippi together. Basically, like, we was up at uh up some more studios over there in Marietta and shit. Uh Jimmy had booked out the uh, A room and G Shram was in the B room and shit. So I just pulled up and cooked I cooked up one with G Shram. G Shram had one already up. I was like, shit, let me add something to it. Boom, shit. Maybe like later on that night, Jimmy hot right on that shit, bro. Placement. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, like out of my years of working with them, like my whole two years of just being around them and shit like that, it was just like, Striving for him, striving for him. And this shit just came out of nowhere when you was coming home. Mm. See, one thing that really impressed me, because I know I had reached out to you a couple weeks, and then we saw you at the B-Stars event. A couple weeks before we saw you at the B-Stars event that we kind of had met. And I remember before the shrimp, I even knew you had the shrimp record. One thing that really impressed me was, I'm like, this dude is really humble, man. He, You know, we, we ask people for a lot. We ask them for their time. We ask them for their resources and their talent. So I don't always expect everybody to say yes or, you know, be able to do it as quickly or, or as efficiently as I wanted. So I was really impressed by the fact, by how humble you were and how giving you were of your time. And I find out last week, this dude got a race for replacement. He ain't got to answer my phone calls. He ain't got to listen to what I'm asking him to do, but he did. So I was really impressed by that. I just thought that was dope, man. Y'all open-minded. Y'all creative, man. Y'all going high as fuck. Man. Y'all next. Hell yeah. But the, what you were saying, though, that, that kind of brings me back to what I was saying about that fine line before, between trying too hard you said you got that placement like you had been trying, but you got the placement when you wasn't even thinking about it. And that's what I'm saying. I think I'm, I'm kind of starting to realize that, you know, it's, it's about working hard, but don't stress over nothing. Like if you got to stress over something, you're stressing about something, trying to put something that's together. I don't think that's that's the play. I think that's you, your, your insides, whatever, telling you like, nah, brother, you know what I mean? Just chill out. It's forcing you. That's what I'm saying. So I think it's about working hard, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, still, you know, having the the, the vision and stuff, but not trying too hard for it. You know what I'm saying? That too. Mm. I mean, I had to learn. I had to go through this shit and know it just and learn this. You know what I'm saying? Because I was that that thirsty guy. Like, hey man, come on, bro. You want to hop on my beat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you could have you know been camping outside the studio. Like, right. You know what I mean? You know Doing what weird saying? shit. But I didn't. I didn't go that far. You know what I mean? Like in my mind, I was like, bro, I want to get a beat. I want to get songs on beat. Like, I I'll try to make it happen, but mm-hmm. it won't work. Yeah. So like, okay, that then that was like me telling myself like. Boom, that's when shit would just start happening. Like, then it was coming to me. Three sounds one day. Uh, Mike Will had put together a song. I was like, I was in there the whole night. I ain't about, I ain't about breaking it. Like, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> Hell you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's just all about, you know what I'm saying, believing and just setting yourself up for the play, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, everybody going to be dope, whoever, whoever you are and whatever you do, it's just, you know, you got to just fuck for a position to, for them to grab that shit. When you're feeling that, because I'm looking at you and I'm seeing your moves, and you're an ambitious person, right? It's hard for an ambitious person to just sit and do nothing, right? And so that's where the wait for it part gets a little difficult. How do you deal with that? Honestly, bro, it's hard, bro, because like, Patience is the key, and I had to remind myself that too. Like, I might jump the, I might jump, jump the bridge too early. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta be patient. I gotta be patient. I gotta be patient. Dealing with it is just like shit. I just, I just try to do better. You know what I'm saying? Set myself up. Be smarter. Be strategic about it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just jumping out there and doing crazy nothing. I was watching, um, I think, a Vaynerchuk video this morning, right? And <clears throat> they were talking about the the four uh, fastest to success based on, on one of the newer personality tests, right? And people think it's always about hard work. And they said diligence is only one-fourth of it, right? Um, I think they said diligence, high quality, perfectionism. And the last one was prudence, right? Prudence, right? That means 
And so prudence like means like wise, right? Yeah, kind of like, like almost like wisdom. Yeah. So prudence means just making the right decision at the right time. I think you're you're a genius at that, right? Because that's something I, I watch you do, right? And so that's what I've been working on. Work everybody could work hard, right? Um, perfectionism is really just about double checking your work, right? Um, prudence, right? People, you need to practice and and spend time thinking about what is the right decision to make at the right time because if you're not consciously doing that, how are you going to do it? You know, that's funny because I was just watching a young Dolph interview and he was talking about people, they're, don't be afraid to spend money, but you also got to know when the right time is to spend money and drop that paper. So that, that definitely yeah. is on that wisdom part. Gut, yeah. gut, that gut feeling, I think that's what it boils down to. Hey man, tell the snack stop calling you 12th Street. <laughs> <laughs> he said the snack. <laughs> so yeah. Say uh, also, man, I think, you know, it's also intuition. You know what I'm saying? Being really intuitive, you know, because that just believing in whatever you feel, you know, that's very important because you know, you know what's right. And then you try to, you know, your 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 mind will start creating these thoughts on why this is wrong, and then you'll start second guessing. That's why it's that five second rule. You gotta make that move within five seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even if it's that applies life. Like if you wanna get up and go work out. You need to hurry up and just get up and do it before your mind convinces you not to do it because you have a defense mechanism inside of your brain that tells you, uh, that's just to try to protect you. It was like, you know, when you, when you, you know, uh, when you, when you feel stress, your brain knows, oh, he didn't hesitate to put on his shirt this morning, but he's hesitating to go do, to, to go work out. So this is something that's not good. We need to tell him why he doesn't need to do it and start putting on all these thoughts on all the pain that you'll go through. But in anything in life worth having, you have to suffer. Fact. Yeah, yeah. That's funny because it's so cerebral. I know, right? This morning, uh, yesterday, I didn't. I was supposed to go work out, you know, but you know, I was like, ah, I'll sleep in, you know, I'll do it later on the day. It never got done. So this morning, I had to wake up. As soon as I got out of bed, I was like, let me go before yeah. I even have time to think about it. Nah, so that's real, man. Definitely that's, attest to that. That's definitely real, man. And that applies anything. You always convince yourself anything. not to do it. Always. Yeah, you will. It doesn't always. matter what it is. You even if you know that you need to go to the club and you know you don't want to go, but you know that these fictitious these thoughts that thoughts aren't real mm. that's one thing they're not real this is something that you create so you'll create these thoughts on why you shouldn't do something but you don't know what is the real reason you don't know what if you would go what would happen you might lose out on some shit you might not the car might get a flat tire you, whatever the fuck but at least you would know what not to do next time you always gain how old are you man? 26 man bro you got you got a lot of wisdom for, for that man. I appreciate that man I, I just been through a lot, man. <laughs> yeah, really is. Do y'all do a lot of reading or or I do. I do personal development, self-actualization. Yeah, it sounds like you who are you some of the big influences? Ah uh, man, Napoleon Hill. Ooh. Uh Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. Great. What great about book. what about the other one, another classic by Napoleon? I would and the devil. You ever read that one? I haven't read that one. No, I haven't I haven't read that one. But I did see it. Um one of my favorites is how to win friends and influence others. Yeah, that's, that's fire. Good. That's, that's fire. Great, great book. Who's that? Car Carney? Uh, yeah. Dale Carnegie. Dale, yeah, yeah. Malcolm Gladwell, Outliers of Success, too. I haven't heard of that either. Got to grab it. That's right. where 10,000 hours came from. 10,000 hours. But look, 10,000 hours takes you 10,000 hours to be an expert at something. But it can take you 100 hours to be good. That's all you need. You need to just be good at some shit. Mm. Or great. Either way. That, right now, I'm, I'm right now with the finances. So I'm on the, uh, uh, you know... Uh, Tony uh, Robinson. Not Tony Robbins. Uh, fuck it. Uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Oh, right. oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a classic book too. Yeah, that's what I'm on right now. So, you ever heard of a dude named Ray Dalio? 
Nah, I haven't heard of Ray Check Dalio. Him Check him out if you need that financial. Well, yeah, see, finances is, is important. I know I don't want to go left field real quick. No, no, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it real quick. People think that they need more money when, no, you need financial education. Literacy. If you can't, exactly. If you can't make something shake with $100, when you get hundred grand, you're not going to- You're going to make gonna, shit shake even. Exactly. You're going to fall back in your ways of spending and spending and spending and spending. It's, it's just human nature. That's why when people win the lottery, they don't end up running Fortune 500 companies. They end up, they end up broke. broke. I would throw this out there too. People don't know what makes them happy. Yeah. So they look into the money to make them happy. Temporary pleasure. Yeah. That's so, that's so true. Yo. That's big on, uh, on the outwitting the devil. Yeah. That's he what talks it talks about. about. That's drifting. Yeah, he, yeah. That's drifting, really. Yeah. Yeah, but nah, I, fuck I think I was, t- I was telling you about that when we first like. Yeah, you, you put back. me on. You yeah, put yeah. me on that with the devil. Yeah, way back, way back. That was a good little. They have an audio on YouTube too. Y'all should check it out. It's real yeah, I good. definitely will. I love audio and I love Gary V too. That's what I was saying. I love Gary V. Gary V. Uh, I y'all understand his theory where he he talks about you know spending ten years making videos every day. And that's consistency and that's a lot of work. But I feel like it's still also alternatives where you can work more strategic and work less to yeah. get more work done. Work smart, not more, hard. You know what exactly. I mean? More efficient. He's more about hard work. Yeah. Don't be a pussy. No excuses. <laughs> Which is cool because I hate excuses too. Yeah. But still like thinking through things. Prudence. But but if you do put out, if you do do a video every day, you will eventually win. Absolutely. But no one, Absolutely. like 1% of people are going to stick to it. Like we've been putting out videos every day for like eight months now. And that shit is hard as hell. Like to, to that we've got to this point. Like it really requires like it's a full-time job for full-time. the people. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in this room, you see, it's a full-time job for it. Anything just to keep having. that shit, get, just to keep a new video on our YouTube. Exactly, exactly, man. You, you got to stay consistent. Consistent, it's so easy not to be consistent because you lose hope. Yeah. You can easily yeah. be like, I lost the vision. Right. But or that's why think it's like, I need to do this player. I need to start this business. You know right. what I mean? Right. That's why it's important to have a team, too, because when you have a team, Sometimes you might not always have the energy that day, but somebody on the team got that energy and they can get you motivated. Yeah. That's 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 that's, that's how I love that's why I love us, bro. Like all of us, we all collect though, we all come together and we all know how to when somebody's down, we know how to deal with that person when they're down. Versus like you know, adding on to it, but just knowing how to deal with that beings. Yeah, it's big on like, gotta take the emotions out. Like, that's big, especially when you're checking your boy, you know. It's hard, bro. And, and, it, yeah. and it's hard because the the emotion, the emotions help with the creativity. It yeah. does help with creativity, mm-hmm. right. Still, like you said, you gotta, we gotta figure out how to work together. Yeah. Bro, we just done had a therapy session after <laughs> the podcast, <laughs> yeah. nah, it's good, though, man. And people, it's refreshing because, you know, it's success is hard, man. You gotta, you gotta suffer. It's hard as fuck. Gotta suffer. <laughs> You gotta suffer. The more you suffer, the more it feels better at the end. The more end. it feels better at feels the so end. so good. I swear to God, bro. It's so good. I don't, excuse me. I, um, I, I, I put that on you. everything. Yeah, put that <laughs> on everything. <laughs> right, 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 right. Put that on everything. Yeah, man, you gotta go through it, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, y'all got a very spiritual vibe. Like, you, I, I appreciate can feel that. that. I can feel it. I really appreciate that, man. And my boy got the Pink Floyd shirt on, so you already know he's on something. <laughs> he's been working for a long time, man. I can attest to that. I can also say he's a hard worker. And, you know, he really values our opinion, and he values what people think as far as when it comes to improvement. Mm. You know what I mean? And, like, he will... One thing I can say about Tia also is, like, he'll listen. He won't He won't battle with you if it's something he disagrees. He'll just take whatever it is that he can benefit from what you say. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Which is a good, and it's an asset. It's a good trait to have. Very. It's a, it's, it's a good trait, you know what I mean? Versus being like, man, I don't need to be like this if he listens. Just take, oh. a, take what you want from it. 
Take what you yeah. want because it's free. Right. Yeah. Not Everybody got an opinion. Exactly. Everybody, Everybody has got an one. opinion. It doesn't mean it's right. But right. if it makes sense, let me try it because it's free to try. Remember, it doesn't cost money to try new shit. It's just niggas don't feel like it because they rather, they rather scroll because it's more right here. I can just do this. That dopamine fix real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it, though. That was dope, bro. Feels good, right? Well, yeah. We should tell everybody where we can find you on social media and stuff. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure, man. At 12th Street Pharmacy. Hold man. on, turn the mic a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12th Street Pharmacist, yeah. So, you know, you'll see it. It'll pop up. It's a lot of accounts. It's the one that's going to be the... You'll see it. 12th Street Pharmacist. That's the real one. 12th Street Pharmacist. 1-2-T-H. Yeah, 1-2-T-H Street. S-T-R-E-E-T. You know what I'm saying? Pharmacist. And I don't go by street for short. We'll throw a tag up. They'll see it. All right, baby. Shout out to Keelan, What about you, T.L.? Y'all can follow me at uh, T.L. on the beat. Everything's... I'm sorry. Everything's spelled correctly. And then also, y'all can also file, follow ATL underscore apparel to go get your ATL shirts. There you go. Hey, before we get out here, I want to make sure we shout out Keele, man. <clears throat> One of our partners. Keele! Shout out to him. Hey, yo. I like yo hey. If I smoke, bro, I don't smoke a blunt. <laughs> hey, man. I don't even know him, bro, but I can feel his energy by yeah. just, you know, he showed mad love, bro. Like, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, when it's, that's love right there. Like, when you fuck with it, you fuck with it, and you yeah. show people you fuck with it. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that's what's up, man. Yeah, shout out, man. I really appreciate that, and, man. And for those that don't know, he's one of the producer ground partners out in Arizona. And here's the truth. I know who uh, TL on the beat was. I didn't necessarily know who 12th Street Pharmacist was right, until right, he told right. me. And I'm like, oh, shit, this nigga's dope. What the yeah, fuck? Man, I ain't know about this. So uh, definitely shouts out to Keele for that, man, because the records is dope. Make sure you go get an uh, icebreaker jacket. Yo, yo, yo. Y'all got to check out this 12th Street Pharmacist. Pharmacist video. <laughs> that's, that's the Keele impression. That's Keele. It was lit. It was lit. It was cool. It was lit. You know, Keele does that thing where he's, uh, you know, his alarm when you shut his door, it says back door. So he always like comes on. He's like, she took it in the back door. Oh, that dude is a fool. I can tell he a good dude, man. That's, yeah. a, that's that's the type of person you want to be around, man. I like that. That's what's up, man. That's out the key, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to producer Grind, man. You appreciate it. Appreciate it. For real, for real. It's love right here, man. You know what I'm saying? Heck yeah, bro. Hey, yo. I don't know if I told y'all, but this shit is like the uh, the breakfast club for producers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what nobody says. This is exactly what this is. Yeah. Right. Appreciate yeah. you, fam. Who's Charlemagne? Ah. I wouldn't say nobody got oh, that. Y'all cool, man. I might have to give it a letter L back. <laughs> he's the Charlemagne. They say after that cash. You're more like DJ. Nah, he's more like DJ Envy, because Envy don't really say shit. You know what I'm saying? More he's just quiet. back chilling. And, he's, and then when he do say shit, it'd be like, like it'd be quality shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like his 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 voice, it, it has value. Wait, so you calling Karen to end? Hey, Ange. Oh, <laughs> I'll have the end. good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll take that. It's good. I fuck with Ange. Ask Carrington. We do need to ask Carrington. That's a new segment. We'll do an Ask Carrington. Ask me whatever you want. Let's do it. We might do that. Uh, yeah. You can be the first one to ask me something. Man, uh, where you from, man? Wichita, Kansas. Moved here in 2008. That's interesting. You from Kansas. So what is it like in Kansas? What I'm you... interviewing the interviewer. It's so cool. <laughs> what you think it's like in Kansas? Man, I think it's just like long plateaus. I'm flying over the airplane and you, <laughs> yo, you look out the you, you look out the window. The great plane. And you just see like different shapes. The little squares of yeah, the farm. Like, yeah, what yeah. It, like what I don't be knowing what's be going. 
Talking about the crop In the crops. Yeah, it's some... Yeah, I mean, hey, look, they all look symmetrical, like... That kind of stuff, man, look. Y'all ever seen the movie Signs? I was just with finna Mel say that. Mel I was just finna say that. It reminds me of Mel. Signs. With Mel Gibson. It reminds yeah, yeah. me. Oh, I'm dead. That's, what, that's, that's yeah. where they it, shot it, that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they shot it in Kansas, but I remember when I was little, I saw that movie and I was I was slick kind of scared to go. Yeah, yeah, I was right. slick scared. I always had a glass of water. You know, was gonna they was afraid of water, so if you hit them with a tap water, they die. That's true. That's true. Carry a little water on me. But when I think of Kansas, I think of aliens and tornadoes. Yeah, it was the tornadoes uh, is real. Yeah, it's not. I didn't. I only went. Um, it was actually just one time I ever seen a tornado, and it was like a little funnel just above my little. Yeah, one time is more than enough. Uh, I yeah. said one time is more. than Actually, enough. my house got struck by lightning though. That was a crazy that's, one. That's scary. What I feel like that's you probably get some Kansas, good luck shit though. What I feel I like you get in Kansas is a lot of tornado warnings. Yeah, you get a lot <laughs> more no, than you, actual what you tornadoes. Get is hella snow. Like Damn. when it's everything, every season is real extreme. But uh, it's it's a good place when you're real young to go put um just grow up, but. Thank God, I gotta thank God every day that my mom moved us down here to the Atlanta, down to Atlanta, cause exactly, exactly, but it's dope. Yeah, man, that's dope, man. I'm glad you're here, man. Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play, man. Right on the things like every day. Hey, yeah. <laughs> How we start talking about Kansas? <laughs> These things can carry a conversation, can't they? For real, right? <laughs> said, For real. We're gonna put a time to ask Carrington. Put a timestamp on that and everything. Pow. Why? Well, but yeah. Appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, we appreciate y'all coming out, man. Good. Hey, man, energy. we appreciate y'all, man. Most Hell yeah. Definitely. Most definitely. Add some subscribe and all the stickers on my computer. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Go Shoot, comment. man. Appreciate everybody tuning in. <laughs> 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 I'm, 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 I was laughing when Merch. this shit went off. Merch.producergrind.com. After, after we do this shit, like, I seen when a nigga, like, when the phone call is important, he just hit that shit. When you do like this, it's the snacks calling. And I seen a couple different cats do that, too. <laughs> All right, Dylan, get us out of here, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely go to merch.producergrind.com. Grab you some producer merch, you know, like my boy T. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You related to Duke Ellington? Yes. Ooh. Talk about that for a second. Real quick. I know this, right? It's because of my mother. You know what I'm saying? So, like, my great-grandma, she's from South Carolina. Tell them who Duke Ellington is. Okay, Duke Ellington is a bass... Ba- I ain't gonna sit here a lot because I don't really know everything I about he was him. A bass player. But is is he a bass player or a trumpet yeah, player? I, I just yeah. know he was fam- real famous in the Harlem Renaissance. Mm-hmm. And um, with that being said, you know that's my great grandmother's who who recently died, probably like two or three years ago at one hundred and three. Her first cousin, which is also re- related to another famous uh, uh collage uh, artist, his name is uh, Ramir Bearden. Hmm. So you know what I'm saying, like, I, bro, that shit just running. I guess to me, it's important because I understand how important jazz was to the birth of hip hop and where we are now. Especially you from Illinois, yeah, Especially. yeah. So that that's just that's a big deal. You got that in your genes. You know what I'm saying? And, and being a good musician, it doesn't matter what area you're in. You're just gonna adapt to whatever's there. Mm-hmm. You imagine if Duke was here now, what kind of music he would make? Especially if he was in Atlanta. Grab shit, and he had the te- <laughs> and he had the technology too. I always wonder what the most jazz musicians would have done with technology that we got now. <laughs> he said probably still play jazz. <laughs> Hell yeah. But shoot, man. <clears throat> like I said, merch.producergrind.com. <laughs> Shout out to TL on the beat. Shout out to 12th Street Pharmacist. Appreciate y'all for pulling up. Appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode. Peace out. Peace. Deuces.